Hey, everybody. This is Jeff King, CEO of Love Fort Wayne. On August 3rd and 4th, 2023, Love Fort Wayne, we celebrated our 20th year anniversary of hosting the Global Leadership Summit here in Northeast Indiana. During the summit, I was able to host a local leaders panel featuring four leaders from the Fort Wayne community who are making big and influential leadership impacts in the areas of business, ministry, education, and family services. Take a listen to this bonus episode of the Love Fort Wayne podcast for a transformed community. One thing that the GLS has done this year is they've given us some space for us to close at five, but in that space for us to hear from local leaders. And some of the feedback from last year from you was that we want to hear stories of local leaders, the same type of stories we got from our global leaders. We want to hear it from folks in our own community. And so here live at Grand Wayne and also some folks at, at Wabash, we're so excited that you are with us uh, to hear these stories as well. We're going to hear from some folks that are joining me right now on stage, Bonnie Doolittle, uh, Allison Holland, Pastor Steve Terry, Fernando Zapari, and also Brendan Maxwell. Would you welcome them? We're going to hear, we're going to spend just a little bit of time together hearing from some local leaders. And so I'm going to have them just take a moment to introduce themselves, uh, where you guys are leading, and a, a little bit about the work that you're doing. So, Brendan, uh, I'll start with you. Good, morning. Good afternoon. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Brendan Maxwell, and I get to serve as the chief impact officer at Utopian Coffee, also the co-founder there. And we get to travel around the world come alongside coffee producers in developing countries, partner with them to create sustainable supply chains and bring that coffee back here, uh, right here downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana, and roast that, uh, ship around the states. And then we also partner with offices that want to have you know, high-impact coffee as well as churches, businesses, restaurants. Um, and we do a lot of corporate gifting for those entities as well. Love that. Fernando, go ahead. Uh, buenas tardes. Uh, good afternoon, you all. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here uh, with so many wonderful people. My name is Fernando Zaparian, the publisher, the editor of El Mexicano newspaper, uh, an Hispanic language newspaper. We have been doing, we have been in business since 1994. Uh, came to the wonderful city of Fort Wayne, my city, in 1978. Our mission is to inform, to educate Hispanic, Latino, new immigrants into our region, Northeast Indiana, and I'm passionate about helping people serving others. Again, thank you so much for inviting me, Pastor Jeff, but thank you, above all, gracias a Dios. Thank you. I'm Steve Terry, and um, I came here in 97, uh, the pastor New Life Church of God, and, and um, God blessed us doubly in 2019 uh, by adding us uh, to a family uh, Grace Gathering was planning their third site, and so um, I'm still lead pastor of New Life Church of God and site leader of Grace Gathering Central. We're a new grace. We just happen to operate as one family, one worship, one mission, and um, I believe that what I've been trying to uh, figure out, I'm like, Lord, there's some great things that you're doing here, but what do you do when you have a church family, black, white, Hispanic and in the church, everybody just has such a high anticipation waiting on a move from God. And so the best that I can do is to try to steward well a move of God. 
I'm Allie Holland. I'm the principal at Adams Elementary School with Fort Wayne Community Schools. Uh, this is my 15th year of um, in education. I was, um, I'm from the South Bend area, but we've been in the area for about eight years now. It's my um, going into my fifth year at Adams Elementary School. Hi, I'm Bonnie Doolittle. I'm the founder and executive director of New Mercies Ministries. Uh, we come alongside hurting and vulnerable families in our community. Our goal is to um, just come alongside these families and uh, our goal is to preserve the family, keep the family intact. So we want to love on families, keep their kiddos out of foster care, and just show them the hope and compassion that Jesus, a, a life, a transformed life with Jesus Christ looks like. And uh, I just want to add, Jeff, um, someone encouraged me to say this, uh, in 20, the 2017 GLS is when I made the decision to leave my corporate climbing career uh, in IT to jump into ministry and love on these families. That, I know that story well from sitting with you. You know, I love Fort Wayne. Uh, our, truly, our heart is to convene the community to love leaders, pastors, schools, and family. We, our community is, is on the move, and many of us can feel it. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit tomorrow, but sometimes we silo and separate so much, we can't do the big thing that we could collaboratively do together because there's small differences that divide us. And it, one of the places, uh, one of our hearts, is uh, again, is to lean into folks like you and have our community lean into people like you because you are serving in business, you are serving in ministry, you're serving in schools, you're serving families, and you guys have a unique perspective in that. And so from your perspective, uh, where you serve, what responsibilities do you feel the leaders in our communities have in seeding a flourishing Fort Wayne from a business leader perspective, from pastors, uh, from educators, and also those who work with families? What do you think? Jump in. Pastor Steve, what do you think? Because I know I can call on you. What do you think? So for me, I believe that leaders, ministry leaders at least, have a responsibility to represent Christ, to represent the kingdom in everything, in every area. Um, really have a responsibility, get involved in education, get involved in transformation and absolutely community revitalization. I believe that they have that responsibility and, and really it's, it's to connect uh, the community, to connect the neighbors. And I think what happens is oftentimes when, it, when the word reminds us to love our neighbors as ourselves, um, it may not be talking about our next door neighbor, um, but connecting neighbors, uh, for me, it's, it may be the haves and the have nots. Um, but the only way to do that is we've got to be connected to the neighbors. Um, I can't connect to a, a neighbor if I don't know how to love them. I got to love them. I've got to listen to them. I've got to learn from my neighbors. And actually, you can't just, uh, you know, invite yourself. Um, they've got to invite you in. So we've got to learn how to love and connect with all of our neighbors. So good. Bonnie, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I love that. I love what you just said. I think as leaders um, in, any, in anything, like all of us are in different walks, right? We need to uh, figure out what everyone else is doing and pool those assets, work together. We can all work together and bring what we have to the table and serve them together. And I'm a big fan of collaboration, um, not remaking the wheel. Get out there, don't do it just because you know how. Do it because it's you know what God calls you to do. 
And I would add, um, so at Adams, um, we have partnered with Love Fort Wayne, and it has been amazing. And they just said, well, they just wanted to come and meet us and see our kids. And then they said, what do you need? And we said, we need to feed our kids. Um, that's number one. And so then it all just started happening. And because of those partnerships, because people didn't know that our kids are hungry um, in that section of Fort Wayne, um, all of these partners are coming and our kids are going to be fed and our families are going to be fed just because someone was willing to listen. So you, you all, uh, all of us, we face challenges in our leadership. And Brendan, I'm looking at you. I think about the work that, uh, the collaborative work. I, I see you all over the place in Fort Wayne. You guys have partnered so well with other roasteries and cafes and, and restaurants. But uh, there's so many challenges in the work that we do. Can you share just a little bit about challenges you face, but also just how you celebrate victories day to day? Yeah, I think. You know, the challenges in, in our world um, it take a variety of forms. I mean, we have challenges when we're overseas, you know, working with farmers and trying to translate that story for the challenges they have, right? The, the hard work that goes into coffee uh, starts far before we get it. So um, working with them, trying to understand kind of that multicultural aspect of it, um, working with them. And then, you know, the challenges here, even once, you know, that, that part is uh, transitioned um, in kind of real time, you know, Last week, we had an employee uh, who moved from Denver, was here a couple of months, and, and had some real challenges. Uh, had to leave unexpectedly. We had about you know, 24 hours notice. They were leaving indefinitely. And had to bring the team around them. How do we rally around them? How do we love people well in the moment when it's decidedly inconvenient for the business? Um, but we have to make decisions as leaders to, you know, be in a position where we say, look, this isn't a, this isn't a business decision right now. This is a human decision. And I think, you know, those challenges are, are always present. Um, but how do we love, you know, well in those contexts? How do we demonstrate, you know, leadership when maybe the business suffers a little bit, you know, from a numbers perspective? Um, but, you know, we're looking at it uh, from a different place. So... Of that, we heard that principle shared today too. That that human uh, need that we can look at beyond the business need, but look at the person and serve that. Fernando, you you served so long in our community, the Latinx community, the Hispanic community. What are some challenges that you face in leadership and that you see? And you shared some with me on the phone not too long ago. Yes, actually, challenges are going to be there every day. Uh, how do we face those challenges? Personally, myself. Um, I believe in having a first thing when I get up, I'm grateful for just waking up. And um, I have a meeting. I have a meeting with my maker, my boss. It takes me about 15, 20 minutes of my time. That's the very first thing that I do when I wake up. And I know that we're going to have some other type of challenges. In the immigrant community, it's pretty rough. Um, almost every day, people call me, with, call us with horrible stories. So many times we cannot help, but at least we can listen to what they have to say. And um, it's very challenging, like I say, but there are so many opportunities too. Nowadays we're seeing such, a, such an influx of new immigrants coming to our beautiful city of Fort Wayne, and that brings along opportunities because there's so many talented folks coming into our community and they're they just want to uh, work. They want to make a better living from where they're coming from. And again, like I said, these stories, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. But he 
help us overcome those challenges. I just want to say here in the city of Fort Wayne, we, I believe the last I checked, we speak like over 100 different languages, dialects. And when I talk about immigrants, I'm talking about new immigrants coming from Russia, from Ukraine, from Haiti, from Brazil, from you name it. Uh, so what are we going to do? What are we going? Uh, are we going to just seclude ourselves, or are we going to try to bring everybody together? It's easy to say better together. We're so much better together, but I think we are so much more stronger together. It's so good. You hit it on the head. Amen to that. So, Ali and Bounty, I've got some. I got a question for you because you're working with students. You're working with families. Uh, what are some of the visible needs that you see every single day? Uh, in the lives of students and families in your particular context? And how can we as a city and as leaders lean in? Yeah, I will just speak to, and then please, please, I want to share with you. Uh, but I will speak to the affordable housing crisis in Fort Wayne. It is a systemic problem, and many don't even realize it. Uh, reliable transportation, child care, the cost of transportation and child care, the unreliability of transportation, but the cost of child care, makes it so hard for so many of the parents that we serve to even get that job. And um, last but certainly not least, 95, I mean closer to 99% of who we serve is so, socially isolated people. And those are, those are the problems. And that's what we deal with every day. I would agree with all of those. Um, but then I would definitely add food deserts and the food scarcity, um, a lot of times you'll say an area and say, well, we'll put a grocery store there, but it's still five to six miles away from another neighborhood. And if they can only walk or have public transit, getting to that space is not uh, feasible. And if you do get there, you can only get so much and walk home with that, um, which is why Adam, all of the staff at Adams, we are very diligent about feeding our families and becoming a community hub in that area because there is a lack of food. May I add, yeah. what I think that we could all collectively do together is uh, one of the things that we've embraced is engaging the church. Um, the Christian family, the church, uh, has the power to be the biggest change agent in our community. And we love Jesus. We love our neighbor. Those are the first and second, right? And if we just got outside of the church walls, got outside of our own homes, and collectively banded together, we, every single person in this room can do something about these systemic problems if we collaborate and do it together. That's right, amen, amen. There's an echo in that room, because I can hear it. We, we, we're on the same wavelength with that, Bonnie. So Steve, when I ask you as we kind of wind down, why is it important for the community why is it important for the community to care for ministry leaders here in Greater Fort Wayne? And what are some of the ways that we can lean in with you all as ministry leaders and pastors? Because it's essential. Yeah, definitely. Uh, when it comes to ministry leaders, I guess even coming in 97, I was uh, in my mind, I told myself I was fortunate to have um, 10 staff members um, uh, but unfortunately, all of them named was Steve, number one through 10. And the problem there with many ministry leaders, if you don't have help, if you don't have um, a, someone who's helping you in the task, they'll burn your, you'll burn yourself out. 
And, and really, uh, ministry leaders, um, uh, we can give up everything but final responsibility. And uh, one of the reasons why it's such a wonderful partnership with Grace Gathering, um, they, they have a thought. It's development over delivery. And so it's being able to develop the leaders uh, so that you have more leaders. And that's been so such a blessing to me. I would say another thing for leaders, um, an issue is, is that, you know, when you're doing it yourself, you actually are known by your performance or your position, and nobody knows the real person. You're still expected to lead, even though you're bleeding. You're bleeding at home, you're bleeding in the pulpit. Um, uh, everybody knows the position, and um, you're supposed to always come out with a smile, ting, know how to get a smile on, and know how to make sure an attaboy. Um, however, it's, it's understanding that ministry leaders, because we live in such a fishbowl, you're put on such a pedestal. Um, you, you're known for your performance, you're known for your position, but no one knows intimately or personally the leader. And so we need prayer deeply, and really we need deeper relationships. And for me, I mean, I tell you what, um, the collaboration, the partnership with Grace Gathering has absolutely saved this brother's life sitting up here. And um, that's why I thank God uh, for, for partnership and collaboration. Amen. Amen. You know, I, it's really interesting that Steve shared that because I think if you're not a pastor that you can still resonate with what you said, with what he said, is that oftentimes in leadership, you're in a, you feel like you're in a bubble, you're bleeding and no one else knows it. And what you just shared, I believe, humanizes our ministry leaders and our pastors so much for us. And I always say this to you guys in the room, it's that, and, and watching us in Wabash's um, you know, ministry leaders lead the masses that then go and lead in the community. And if so, if our guys and gals are well, then they can serve our people well who then go and lead in the community. So, you know, as, as we look at this room full of leaders, if you got just a final word, each of you, if, you, if you've got, if you look at this room full of leaders with various backgrounds, what word of encouragement would you give them? Brendan, I'll start with you uh, as it pertains to leading in our community with love and purpose. So I'm a big believer in sphere of influence, and I think whether it's one person or a hundred or a thousand people in your organization, you've been given specific people uh, that, that you get to lead. Um, and even if that isn't in the traditional sense, if your title isn't one uh, that you have a bunch of people under you, you get to lead alongside others. And I think just being empathetic you know, drawing from your own personal experiences, really thinking about how to love that person well, not as a, a title in the organization, um, but how to love them on the human level. And I think ultimately that's what creates flourishing people that uh, results in flourishing organizations and then the community. Anyone else have anything to add? A word of encouragement to folks in the room? I mean, I just would say, uh, you, you got to have some kind of predictable pattern uh, to be in the presence of God, be Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led. And, um, and I often say when that happens, our real desire is I want to have a life that's worth imitating. And um, it's because it's his power that's leading us anyway. Yeah, and I would just add, um, surround yourself with uh, people who are better than you. <laughs> um, you know, identify your weaknesses, be self-aware, and then find those people that do 
uh, that can help you with those weaknesses and um, just engage them and be transparent and open with them, it will, it will um, do you well. Thank you so much for joining us this month. We drop a new episode the first Monday of every month. Love Fort Wayne has some amazing episodes coming up. You don't want to miss a single one. So subscribe today wherever you are listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and leave a review. We want to share your thoughts and comments with listeners on future episodes. Thanks again for joining us today. Join us next time as we hear from leaders that don't just lead, but love our city.